0: Hello Playmates, how are you? It's Claire here. Uh, Oh, we're on episode 11 now. Fantastic. Gosh, these are going by quick, aren't they? So last week, I did hope to have a podcast for you. However, um, on the day that I record my podcast, my sister had a baby. So I became an auntie for the first time. So as you can imagine, everything out the window and I shot up the motorway um, up to Lise to be with her and to meet my gorgeous nephew. So I'm afraid this is a week late. However i am back and i've got a good one for you today because today we're going to be talking about that dinner time dread yeah (laughs) you're probably the same as me that it comes to that time of night where your little ones are getting a bit tired a bit crabby a bit cranky they're wanting to be held they're wanting to be with you and of course you try and prepare dinner so you end up with a toddler or a young child swinging from your hips or um, clambering up your leg, wanting to be held uh, while you're trying to make, try and put some sort of meal together, which of course, then they're not going to eat. But that's another thing by the by. So I'm going to help you. I've got five really simple ideas of things that you can do um, when you're preparing dinner that you could grab. So mainly things that you can grab from the kitchen, things that will be to hand, safe things that'll be to hand, uh, that you can let the kids play with just to let you um, get the dinner in the oven, get it cooked, get it sorted, and then you can all sit down to eat. So let's see if there are hopefully some inspiration here. So I've got five tips. So like I said, you want something dead quick and easy that you can literally grab and give to your child so that you can continue with what you're doing. They know that you're nearby and that you're um, keeping them safe. However, just entertaining them. And this is, could be them sat on the floor in the kitchen with you. It could be them strapped into the high chair. Or maybe they're old enough to be sat at a table or at the kitchen worktop. Something like that. But it just means that you are able to focus on what you're doing as well as supervising them. And it's keeping them entertained so they're not, um, they're not clinging on to you really. So first of all, um, a really nice one is some sort of posting activity. So for this, I mean, putting little things or um, depending on the age of your child, things that aren't taking hazards, putting things into something else. Now, this could be the kind of thing like, could be a cardboard tube. It could be a Pringles box. It could be an egg box. It could be a muffin tray. It could be anything like that. It could be any, oh, do you know what is a good one? Um, you know, the PG tips box. That's a good one because it's got a little lid that they can open and close as well. Anything, literally anything that they can post things into. So posting things into maybe um, does your little one have raisins, or actually you might not. It depends if you want them to. If you're happy for them to eat before dinner, you know raisins and little things like that. Um, maybe you've got some rice cakes, some rice crackers. So if something like that, a little bit bigger, you maybe have to cut a, a bit of a slit in the top of the box for them to post it in. But they could post things like that in. If not, maybe some uh, raw pasta. Penne pasta is great for cut some little holes in the top of the box, let them post them in. If you've got an egg box already, it's just putting them into the compartments. That sort of thing will keep a little one entertained. And it doesn't need to be loads of pasta, so it's all over the floor. It could literally be a handful, 10 pieces, something like that, that they can post in and out. And that can be really good activity. And the bonus is that they are supporting their hand-eye coordination and all that, um, or the hand... Um, all that, like, the strength in the muscles in their hand, their fine motor skills of being able to pick up smaller items. So, a posting can be a really good one. And, like I said, doesn't need to be gorgeous, just grab something to hand that you can use. And that leads on to the second one, which is actually a sorting activity. So, something like that, I would use maybe a muffin tray or cake cases. Have you got any? If you do any baking, you might have some cake cases, anything like that. Um, Ice cube trays also work really well. Again, egg boxes. I always have an egg box to hand and this is why because it just lends itself to so many activities. Or you might have something like an old chocolate box or food containers often come with uh, lots of little compartments. And having things like that with a handful, again, it could be a handful of pasta, It could be anything that you've got in your cupboard, a handful of cereal. It doesn't have to be food. Maybe you're able to grab a handful of letters off the magnetic letters off the fridge, or maybe you've got some Lego blocks or just some toys to hand where you can grab something. I actually used to use uh, stock cubes stock use could be a really good lovely one for sorting but obviously not if they're going to be biting and biting through them or the little coffee pods you can get for those fancy coffee machines they all work really well and it's just lots of sorting they could sort them out into the different groups it might just be that they fill up the tray or the box or whatever or if your little one's a little bit older they may actually sort them by colors or shape or something like that so it'd be really interesting and alongside all the hand-eye coordination you've also got lots of mathematical thinking as well i know it sounds silly but it is the early stages of um problem solving and mathematical thinking. So yeah, some sort of sorting activity could be great. And like I said, do it on the floor, do it at your feet, do it in the high chair, anything like that. And then another one, similar but maybe a little bit messier. So it has to depend on the kind of mood that you're in. Uh, A filling activity, something where your little one is able to use a spoon or maybe just their hands and fill something up. So it might be, again, some sort of Pringles tube. Those sorts of cardboard tubes can be really lovely. And they may be using, um, again, handfuls of pasta, spoonfuls of pasta or rice. Maybe have this one on a tray, maybe on a high tray, something like that. Or maybe it could be one if your child's a little bit older that they're stood at the sink and they're just using a spoon or some sort of cup to fill up another cup with some... um, warm or just tepid water and they could be doing lots of filling and emptying and that can keep a little one entertained for ages again maybe a washing up bowl something like that with water with rice with flour if you're brave but i think that'll make a lot of mess um yeah just whatever you've got to hand really the best thing is those ends of the cereal packets where there's not a lot left uh, and probably a little bit past their um past their best that you can reuse those and let them do lots of filling so that's a nice one Okay, so we've got posting, sorting, filling. Uh, Number four, one of my favourites is mark making. Now, I know what you're thinking. That I think with mark making, people are quite quick to think of pen and paper, pencil and paper. But actually, it doesn't need to be that way. It could be using. I don't know if you've got any of the, you know, the dry white pens. Those like um, that you can wipe off again. They actually work really well on some. Now you will have to check it on some fridges, on some gloss kitchen cupboards. On some windows. So if your little one is able to reach those, they could maybe do some marking where you know you could rub it off. Obviously, test it before you give it to them. Uh, but if not, uh, they also work on baking trays as well. And baking trays double up with magnetic letters, they are magnetic, so you could maybe do something like that with them. Or if not, mark making doesn't have to be pen to paper, it could be a, a handful of cranes and paper on the floor. You know, have they ever drawn in the kitchen, something Sometimes the novelty of that is is enough for them. But if not, maybe you could have um, a tray with a shallow, very shallow covering of of flour or of sugar, something like that, and then li- your little one can use a paintbrush. Um, just a dry paintbrush or just their finger and they can actually have a go at drawing and mark making doesn't have to be letters and numbers it could be patterns it could be lines it could be zigzags and circles and all that sort of stuff which is actually really great for practicing before they actually start using pen and paper so um doing some sort of mark making could be really nice and of course you could be talking and you could be um giving them lots of ideas of things they can do and you could comment and praise them for all that they're doing and show that you really value the marks that they're making. Uh, So that's a really nice one. And then finally, this is depending on how brave you're feeling and also uh, maybe how old your child is as well and their, their ability but if you can, get them involved in the kitchen. It's one of it's one of their favorite things to do is to, is to copy us adults, isn't it? They love to please us. They love to copy us because we are their role models. We are the people that they're watching day in, day out and they learn from us. So if you're cooking at the stove, maybe, okay, you might not have, it's not safe for them, but maybe you could have a pan with a spoon on a shoebox and they can pretend to cook like like you're doing basically. Or maybe you could just have them If they're old enough to have some sort of safe cutlery, plastic cutlery, wooden cutlery, anything like that where it's all like a butter knife, and they could be chopping up some of the softer fruit and veg. And I don't know about you, but whenever I do that with my little boy, he will taste a lot more things than he would if I gave it to him on his plate. So he'll chop up tomatoes and he'll actually taste them. If I put tomatoes on his plate, oh my goodness, his face. uh, He looks at me with disgust. He says he despises them, but if we're chopping them up and we're making and he's actually helping me make the dinner I have seen it, he will have a little taste and it can be a really great way of getting children involved in cooking, um, getting them used to preparing food and getting to know what is involved in making a meal and where our foods come from. And of course, you can have all those conversations and you can use um, some safe cutlery with those. So it just depends really. If you are looking for some ideas of cutlery you could use, I do have some links on my Amazon storefront. So if you head to my website, playhooray.co.uk under the Amazon tab, There are lots of tools, ideas. So in there, there are different cutlery that you could try and crinkle cutters and all those sorts of things. So actually getting the kids involved in the cooking can be great, or if not, get them pretending, get them copying you with the pots and pans and the spoons, some measuring cups, something like that that's safe where they can think that they're pretending. And it doesn't matter if you don't have a play kitchen, you don't have to have one of those. You can, like I said, do it on a chair, do it on a shoebox, whatever, uh, and it has just the same effect and they feel like they're getting involved as well. Uh, So that's it. So hopefully those five ideas can give you some sort of inspiration for next time you get that dinner time dread and hopefully keep the little ones occupied while you're trying to cook. Um, I forgot to say, actually, one of my Mason's favorite activities when he was little was I used to give him the basket from the dishwasher, give him the basket from the dishwasher with a handful of teaspoons and big spoons, and he would just put them in and put them out and he absolutely loved that and it could keep him entertained for ages uh so that's our little favorite if you want to try that one that one would probably fit in with the filling filling or sorting activity wouldn't it all right i'm gonna leave you there then playmates thank you very much for tuning in as always um i am over at on Instagram at play.hooray come and find me if you've got any questions or if you've got any more ideas of things that you'd like me to cover in these podcasts I'm really keen to be doing things that you actually want to hear um, and I'd like to keep them to my top five because no one's got ages to listen to a podcast so hopefully it can help you out if there's anything else you'd like me to cover yeah let me know send me an email or head to our website playhooray.co.uk where we've got all the play prompts all our activity cards are available we've now got over 25 packs in the range catering for babies children and we've actually got some coming out soon for older children which I'm very excited about and I know lots of you are too so come and join the conversation in our community groups too and hopefully I can help you out all right have a lovely day happy playing see you soon